this flyover clip. Uh, one, one, one thing that does bring up, and I, I think it's a really important one, um, you know, I, I'm, I myself am not a parent. I, uh, I, I'm enjoying the fruits of an ill-spent youth uh, well, <laughs> well into my later years, unfortunately. But um, those of my friends who do have children and, and what I consider to be some of the wisest experiments in this very experimental mm-hmm. time is uh, one in which you teach the children competency in these technologies, but don't allow them the sort of degenerate or uh, very uh, decadent uh, indulgence in these technologies. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's uh, probably a wise path forward. I mean, I'm not going to be writing parroting self-help <laughs> books, right? So it is really kind of up to them. You know a lot more than most people do about technology. A lot of times, you know, it's uh, just out of ignorance that somebody would, you know, do that, not because they're malicious and I'm, I'm trying yeah. to hurt my child. It's they right. just have no idea. Because I even heard you make, made a comment about homeschooling, yeah. the danger of homeschooling with AI and technology. Yes. Can you touch on that as well? I, I see that as being a real danger going forward. And, uh, you know, uh, just to frame it, this techno fetishism or this tech tech accelerationist movement is definitely not some left wing thing. Um, in fact, it's primarily libertarian, and I would say that uh, a, a disturbing proportion of conservatives that I know, not libertarian, but conservatives, religious mm-hmm. conservatives, uh, are actually quite excited about incorporating these technologies into their lives. So when you talk about using AI, like one-on-one AI tutors or just e-learning in general, mm-hmm. for me, uh, it, aesthetically, that transmission of information from human to human you know, from my my uncle and grandfather, my mother to me, yeah. Then my teachers and various mentor mentors and in, in business and academia going for all of that. That human to human transmission, mm-hmm. uh, so important, so so important. Yep. The information is one part of it, but the entire personality or community around it mm-hmm. is another really rich part of it. So homeschooling, while I, I think that any parent who is homeschooling is is probably Doing kind of what has to be done at a time like this. We're in a very, uh, we're in a dark eon, as it were. But um, if they turn to this AI, one-on-one AI tutoring, it could just be something minor, something supplemental to uh, a a real human educator. Mm -hmm. But in general, that's not going to be what happens. Like, Like super educated, super intelligent parents are going to give their kids a very, very good education. And if they're doing it in partnership with each other, and sharing their expertise and pooling their expertise, then that kid is going to get, or those kids are going to get a fantastic education. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about uh, people who just don't have, they, they weren't privileged to have the, the educational background to really teach their kids well how to survive in the new world or any world mm-hmm. for that matter. And, and, you know, to be quite frank, parents who don't have the cognitive capacity to do it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the... Natural alternative is going to be to find some way of bringing a trusted expert into the process. So when I was kicked out of school, my mom uh, got me in, enrolled in this like uh, distance Bible school, which was ridiculous and uh, and and it was pitiful. But uh, <laughs> but she did uh-huh. right just so that I wouldn't get uh, taken away for as a truant. Um, and but you know so parents are going to have to be they already are right they're doing this sort of thing where you've got like this distance learner who's grading your papers and all that um, whether you can trust that person or not with your your kid's mind it's a huge yeah. huge jump just yeah, like public is. school but with AI with one on one AI education Bill Gates is really 
pushing this. That's scary. Um, and then you've got uh, Sal Khan, uh, founder of Khan, Khan Academy, Academy yeah. mm-hmm. uh, who the most popular e-learning platform. Uh, you know, declaring in his recent TED talk that he wants to get an AI one-on-one tutor to every child on the planet. Wow. Now, again, it's like if, if, if for those who have like really, really intelligent adults around them, it, the proportion of education coming through the AI is probably going to be smaller. It's, it's going to be more supplemental. But for those who aren't, and that's going to be, you know, look at the old bell curve. It's going to be the majority of sure. them. The AI is going to be the primary mm. instructor. And maybe even for those who are intelligent, you know, mm-hmm. you never really know. It depends on how good the AI is. Right. And so what you're talking about, let's say that the AI is good at educating the child better than a human. What you're talking about is severing what was, you know, depending on where you want to put the date on it. But I would say severing what was roughly a quarter million years of humans passing down knowledge yeah. one to one mm-hmm. to one. And you were at least on some bloodlines severing it completely. And you're now... Uh, remixing all of that uh, with digital technology. I think that uh, from I I have found many ways to rationalize Mm -hmm. reasons that that should not happen and that you shouldn't do it and I shouldn't do it. Nobody Mm -hmm. should do it. But in essence, for me, it's a it's a speciesist thing. Uh, I think that uh, we should simply continue to cultivate those lineages, those those kind of apostolic succession um, simply because we are human and Mm -hmm. this is an alien force. And, and, and part of you know learning you know you you're you're learning by somebody pouring into you but if you have to stop and explain something that you know how to do it's like you're learning mm-hmm. and so it's part of your development as a parent there's a different level of development as a grandparent that's why little kids why why, why? you're like why? What, oh, is, what does that mean why? Pizza, why well because well because why you <laughs> because know why? Right. and yeah. so then you got to actually explain how does something work mm-hmm. yeah. and you've never probably thought about it you know and breaking that down so everybody in that in that chain is learning Mm-hmm. You know, and I think it, it's very easy. As soon as a machine is doing something, you disengage. You know, you don't worry about vac- vacuuming much if you have a Roomba. Right. You know, it's like you just kind of mm-hmm. let that go. You know, so every every piece of ground we give up to technology, we lose kind of forever. One of them is the ability to wonder. You know, you used mm-hmm. to sit, there's five people at dinner, and you say, hey, who was in this movie? And you're like, oh, I'd, it was this guy. And you're like, no, it wasn't. He wasn't even born. Oh, yeah. Well, then, we, you know, it creates a yeah. discussion. And, and you still leave kind of wondering, you know, who, and you're going to go home and look at the DVD or something. But now nobody wonders because you just look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is bam. You know, so like we, we kind of gave every every piece of ground technology takes, it's there. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. You don't mm-hmm. you don't go back. You well, offload the as, cognition. Yep, yeah. Even as simple as phone numbers. I mean, when we were growing up, oh. we knew everybody's phone number. Today, is because it's in our phone, I don't know anybody's phone number. You know, right. I know a few, but, you know, you click it, oh, you man. get into it. We married you know. 30 years, 620. Six four eight seven. I'm not gonna say the whole number of people calling her folks, but that's Stacy's number when we were in high school. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and I still know it. You know, exactly. I, we used to be a lot smarter. Yeah, I and mean, it's true. Now I know like three. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> the only ones I remember, there no nobody's there anymore. <laughs> um, but it is wild, you know. Yes. Uh, even how to get to somebody's home or you know yes. to a place, you know, because you just depend on technology today, where. So uh, we couldn't do that along this trip. Um, and now occasionally, you know, you have to pull out the old smartphone. Sure. You know, uh, I've got it there. I'm not going to say I haven't gotten lost a couple of times and turn to it in a time of need. But what what I'll do is um, uh, map it out before I go yep. and follow the directions I've written down. Use my old Ram McNally. Um, I've been late. I was late here. <laughs> um, you know, so it, 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 it has its drawbacks, especially in a very fast paced uh, environment. But yeah, I, that that whole process of offloading cognition, 
one of the basic questions you ask yourself, you know, where am I at? Where am I going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in just pure space, like in practical terms, Google's got you covered. Mm-hmm. It can tell you where you're at. It can tell yeah. you where you're going. Yep. It can even tell you what to want to go to. Mm-hmm. And it does so regularly. Um, it, it, on a more profound level, you know, who am I? Where am I at? And like, where am I going in my life? Yeah. Um, more and more, those questions, you're not left to wonder very long and no. meditate deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's an app for that. Mm-hmm. There are many apps for that. Yeah. And there are many you know, social media networks in which this digitized information yeah. um, is uh, the, the primary uh, orientation that a, a person has to the world. Mm-hmm. Our founding fathers of the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. You got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at eight o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.